Greetings and welcome back to Tracy Daly Food Business Coach Podcasts. Today's podcast is a follow-up. It's a follow-up on a podcast uh, where I had the pleasure of Blanda Bergen and Amy Irwin as my expert guests, where we spoke about the EHO uh, debacle that's going on at the minute, where a lot of independent food business owners and food business owners are querying certain things that are going on out there. They're feeling overwhelmed. They're feeling uh, that they're being put in positions that are actually detrimental to the health and well-being of their business and the and the, the, the forward planning of their business. Because recommendations are coming in where they must implement massive changes that are enormously expensive to them and their business. And so... These concerns are being taken very seriously by myself, Blonish and Amy and in my previous podcast. It's really in-depth. It's absolutely worth listening to. So please, before you even listen to this, pause this, go back to that. Uh, it's absolutely essential because it brings you on the journey. And so following on from that, and the reason I want to follow on is because lots of people were in touch regarding wooden boards and plastic gloves. They're in touch regarding a lot of things uh, because there's there's... There's no one application of the law for an EHO to demonstrate. There appears to be lots of personal uh, preferences being coming through in their recommendations. And that, as a result, is causing immense conflict and confusion. And one particular area, and I know there's going to be a lot of areas over the next however many months where we will get to discuss them. Um, but one in particular, or two in particular, is that food business owners are being told that they must have plastic chopping boards in their kitchen, that this is a requirement. And the truth behind that is that that's actually untrue. That is false. That is a lie. Basically, that's bullshit. And so the query is, can you use timber hardwood chopping boards in your kitchen? And the answer is yes, you can. And the FSAI website is absolutely brilliant. So definitely jump on there to query or to find the answers to a query that you may have from an EHO visit. And also keep in touch with myself, Blana Bergen and Amy Irwin. Uh, with any of those queries that crop up for you where you feel that this cannot be right. And I'm going to say probably seven times out of ten, if you have that feeling of this cannot be right, I would imagine that you're absolutely right in your gut. And that must be queried. And so keep in touch with us. Let us help you while we start to uncover what's actually going on out there. And the point of all of this is to allow you permission to realise that you are not alone, that this isn't just happening to you, that this unfairness isn't just happening to you, that this, in fact, is happening all across the country. Every town, every city, every suburb, every village, you name it, this is happening. This unfairness, this interesting interpretation of the law and how it has been given back to you incorrectly is happening at an unbelievable rate. And what it's doing is it's causing you to go into a state of uh, panic. It's causing you to to get down and out because sometimes the recommendations from EHOs are 
enormously costly to your business. And if you were in a space within your business where that cash flow is down, the 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 books in the bank uh, are down, that 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 the 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 planning the forward planning uh of having that healthy bank account to allow you to be prepared for the rainy day isn't where it needs to be and as a result it puts you in a really tough position mentally and emotionally and it pulls you right back from you being able to do your best work and so what I want to do is give you the confidence. I want to empower you to query. And so querying isn't raising your voice. Querying is saying, oh, tell me more about that. It doesn't make much sense to me. Tell me more about that. I need to understand why that has to happen. Tell me more about that. I'm concerned that th- that cannot be the only way. Are there alternative solutions to what it is that you've just said? And what I want to do is arm you with the feedback of, you're telling me I can't have hardwood chopping boards. Well, actually, I can. The law tells me, the legislation tells me that I can have hardwood chopping boards. And even to take it further, my advice is print this from the FSAI. Print it and have it in your office and have it ready. Back up your decisions. Back them up with the legislation and the law. Because that's how you're going to empower yourself. Because you've been able to stand fully in your shoes with your two feet firmly on the ground is an amazing position because as as business owners, we must be armed with the facts and the truth. Now, my personal preference, the delivery of those facts and the truth are to be in a calm and considerate manner and tone at all times. I do not agree with aggression. And so when I say arm yourself, I mean it in a very proactive, productive, productive manner and way and so I'm going to go through this for you because you need to know the truth you deserve the truth the question can I use timber hardwood chopping boards or must I use plastic boards the FSAI tells us it states on the 30th of the 8th 2023 that's what I'm reading today's date and I'm reading directly from the FSAI website and they say wooden chopping boards can be used for food preparation as long as they are kept in a clean and hygienic condition. Generally, all surfaces which come in contact with food must be of sound condition and be easy to clean and, when necessary, disinfect. They must be made of smooth, washable, corrosion-resistant and non-toxic material. So that's your checklist. They're the criteria required for you to purchase. Okay, that's the checklist essential. Chopping boards must be constructed in a way that will minimise the risk of contamination. They must be kept in a good state of repair. So that's your duty. Duty of care to the boards, to your staff members, to your customers and to your community. So you must do that. The wooden boards should be made of hardwood and preferably be of end grain type. So one wooden type. Separate chopping boards must be used for raw and ready-to-eat foods to minimise the risk of cross-contamination. If feasible, separate boards, preferably colour-coded, should be used first. So this is the recommendation. There's five. And if you can, and I would recommend that you do, that you have, number one, a label board for raw meat and poultry. 
Number two, a labelled hardwood wooden board for raw fish and seafood. Number three, a labelled hardwood wooden board for raw unwashed vegetables, salad and fruit. And number four, it's a hardwood wooden chopping board for dairy and bakery products. And finally, number five, a hardwood wooden chopping board for cooked meats. So each board is labelled very clearly for its purpose and that's clarity minimizing contamination and it's also an SOP you're training your staff of the requirements of the business the requirements of legislation and law you're putting them in place visibly so it's very obvious very clear and it helps it really does help and so whether the wooden or plastic chopping boards are used it is essential that they are in good condition. So deeply scored boards of any description, they are more difficult to clean and they do harbour harmful microorganisms which will and can contaminate food. So it is up to you to ensure that your boards are in great condition and that you bin and repurchase to put in place so you don't allow it to go uh, to the extremes because we all know that wooden boards uh, or plastic boards that are scuffed they are a hazard so get rid so that is an obligation on your behalf and now it tells you how do you clean the heavy timber chopping board well one is you immediately after each use the wooden chopping board should be wiped down with a clean damp cloth to remove any remaining food debris Number two, the board must then be scrubbed using a scrubbing brush, hot water and detergent. And you need to rinse and dry it thoroughly. Number three is to sanitise wooden chopping boards. You can use coarse salt, you can use meat vinegar or a diluted chlorine bleach uh, according to the manufacturer's instructions. And then if salt is used, spread it generously across the board and really scrub that in. And that is an amazing way to clean and keep those boards disinfected. Um, and then for number four, you're going to make sure the boards are thoroughly dry before stirring, storing them correctly because the damp boards will support bacterial growth. So really do be careful, have that separation, allow full air to circulate at all times through storage, through drying. Um, make sure those two stages are considered and implemented. And so there's the bottom line because that's what matters. Can you use wooden chopping boards in your business? The answer is absolutely you can. You're going to have one board for each activity labelled clearly and it's going to be an end grain hard wood board. You're going to have a drying system in which the boards never create contact, that there's air circulating throughout at all times, top, bottom, sides. So so that they dry perfectly and you know how to sterilize salt is your friend in this instance and scrubbing getting deep down uh, into that surface to ensure that it is hygienic and clean so if anyone tells you that you cannot have a wooden board you can say I'm afraid the law tells me that I can. And through that information, I have in place a system where I have one board for every activity. I also have um, drying procedures where that board is fully aerated at all times. I'm doing everything required by legislation and the FSAI to ensure that I am adhering to the protocols uh, uh, obligated to me. And so well done you. Well done you for listening to this podcast well done you for trading your team well done you for choosing a better board which is a wooden board to do your best work with uh, because it does make a difference plastic is 
ugly, ugly, not getting into it, ugly. Uh, so if you can do. And another thing that is coming up quite frequently, and it's funny, the public have this thing around if they don't see gloves, the person is unhygienic. Well, again, I call bullshit to that. We need to train and educate uh, left, right and centre. Because the use of plastic gloves is actually uh, so unhygienic because the majority of times the hands underneath are never actually sanitised and cleaned through simple activities of hand washing. Um, and so do you need, is it a legal requirement for you to enforce the use of plastic gloves when handling raw cooked food? And the answer is no, it is not a legal requirement to wear plastic gloves when handling either raw or cooked food. So proper and frequent hand washing is critical to ensure safe food practices and plastic gloves can be used they can it's a choice but it's important to remember that gloves can be a huge source of contamination if certain rules are not followed so a lot of people don't clean before putting on the gloves a lot of people don't clean when they take the gloves on to put new gloves on uh, or when they take the gloves off to put new gloves on a lot of people just don't clean their freaking hands. And so there's this false sense of gloves being better. They're freaking not. Um, um, a good hand washing practice is what's required. And we lead by example. And that's what we do. We teach, we teach, we teach until it is second nature. And it is a positive habit that has been formed. And we never stop teaching. We're always checking in and ensuring that that is taking place. Create an alarm buzzer. Create, get a bell for the wall. Uh, press it regularly. It's put down all your tools, wash your hands, do what you have to do. Create a game around it. Uh, but the answer is no, you do not have to force your team members or yourself to wear plastic gloves. Uh, follow the hand washing and food safety and antibacterial soap and antiseptic wipes for more information on the FSAI if you need more information in this space and that is the lesson here never take anything at face value always discover and uncover a little bit further of what's required so if you're told one thing don't take it at face value reach out Blonda Bergen said it Amy Irwin said it I'm saying it reach out we're here we want to help we want to empower food business owners to really step up and do their best work and follow their gut. Because if your gut is telling you something doesn't feel right and it's wrong or that that feedback is unfair, well, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you that you're more than likely flipping right every time. And so... Don't go at it alone. Reach out, talk to the experts, understand fully what's involved and what um, what it is you must do to go forward because this is a space that we're, we're beginning to navigate. We're beginning to query and question. We're beginning to ask why. Why have you said that? Why have you told me to do this? And are there other options? There must be other ways. I don't fully understand this. I need time. Can you leave this with me? I will be back to you with my questions uh, over the next couple of days. And allow momentum to be at the forefront of all of this. If we don't give momentum that space that is required, then we will fall backwards and we will forget so allow momentum in here too. allow those questions to continue and work fast in gaining the answers that you require to do your best work if you're told to knock down a wall i want you to query it if you're told that certain equipment is absolutely required i want you to query it you're never going to take um it at face value and i want you to ask this question 
is this regulation or is this recommendation? So write those two words down and that's where you're going to start a really productive, proactive conversation with your EHO. If you feel that you are in a position of it being so uncomfortable or you feel bullied or picked on, well then, as Blon had said in the previous podcast, which you must listen to if you haven't done so already, is that there is a principal in your area in which you must contact. That's the person in which you go to. You are not on your own. There are people to help in all areas. And so for today's quick podcast, the questions, can I use hardwood chopping boards? Hell yes, you can. Absolutely. Do I have to wear plastic gloves? Hell no, you flipping don't. And that's the FSAI.ie telling us all of these answers on the 30th of the 8th, 2023. And that is just for context. This is the law. This is the legislation. This is the truth. And I am Tracy Daly. I am your food business coach. And I hope this was of immense value to you. Um, if you need anything, get in touch. Send your emails to Blonnet, to Amy, to myself. My email is tracy at tracydaily.com and it's T-R-A-C-I-E and daily is D-A-L-Y. And I am here to serve. I am here to help. Send me your queries and questions. Is there a podcast that you need dedicated to a topic you got to let me know. Let me do that for you. Let me help you on your journey. I know what it's like to run a business. I was an independent food business owner and I was an award-winning food business owner and I'm so fucking proud of that. And I also closed a successful business because I had to make the hardest decisions of my life to do that. I say successful because it was successful. Uh, there was amazing things and I can tell you about that another time or in person if that's something you want to know. I don't want to bore you now because today's topic is EHO uncovered FSAI uncovered let's get this dialogue up and running let's get this nation on the one page that is what we're here to do so for today that's all